Hello and welcome to Nostalgia FC Latest versus Greatest, our new series where we talk through classic Euros teams versus current Euros teams. We are your hosts, Drew and George, and we uh, definitely did not come up with that name about two minutes ago. No, 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 definitely no it's not. been it definitely in... wasn't on record when we did it, either, so that's fine. <laughs> but yeah, this this concept. We wanted to bring you something different throughout the Euros because there's no point in trying to do anything else through the Euros because everyone wants to talk about the Euros. Yeah. So, of course, we're not going to talk about the current Euros. We're going to talk about the nostalgic version of the Euros. It's in the name, people. You know, you knew it was coming. <laughs> a couple of times a week, we are going to bring you the special mini edition of the podcast. It's going to be much shorter than our usual episodes. And what we'll do is compare a very successful Euros team of years gone by and then compare it with the latest team that said country has put out. So for our first one, it's very uh, fitting in the fact that they are literally playing at the time we record this uh, episode. It's going to be the latest Portugal team versus the 2004 Euros Portugal team. Yes. Now we could obviously, if we're talking about latest versus greatest, we are aware the greatest version of Portugal is probably from 2016. But that's not very far away. And a lot of the same players are playing. Yeah, it's too too close, isn't it? Too close together. So... (laughs) We're going to throw it back to 2004, where Portugal reached the final. As they, In fact, Portugal hosted that tournament. They reached the final, yeah. played Greece and lost. Um, obviously, well, we... if, you, if you listen to our latest uh, podcast, the Euro special as well, we mentioned it a lot in that one. So Yeah, so we've gone for Portugal today, literally today, versus Portugal of 2004. So what we're going to do is go through the team player by player, and we're going to come up with a joint effort of the best team between the latest and the greatest of the Portuguese 11. So, straight off the bat, yes. goalkeeper. Yes. So the options are, the latest is Rui Patricio from Wolverhampton Wanderers and also, obviously, Portugal. Or, <laughs> Ricardo, the classic Portuguese keeper. Who are you picking? Now, I've... Personally, I'm going to go Rui Patricio. I think. What reason? Um, yeah. So I know this. I know this uh, is called Nostalgia FC, and that's the whole point of our of our podcast is like the people in the past. But I've seen more of Rui, Rui Patricio. I think Ricardo yeah. came over and played eight games in the Premier League. It wasn't even Premier League, was it? For Leicester. Don't you remember? I'm going to pick Ricardo, and I'm going to make okay, you agree on. with me. Go on. You ready? If you remember, who did Portugal knock out in? The 2004 tournament. Well, I mean, they knocked out a few, but go on. Which one are you want to up? England. They knocked out <laughs> England. And it was on penalties. Yeah. 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 And what did Ricardo do? He took his gloves off. He he saved penalties with no gloves I on. I know. I remember this. I do remember this. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you've won me over. So, Ricardo. Yeah. Ricardo's you in have, the goal. Yeah. Got to be. I like Rui Patricio. I think it's very good. But if you've got the audacity to, to save penalties with no gloves on... I remember that because I in my head I'm like it must have been it must have been like a scare tactic you know like when keepers just go well, look yeah just trying to like, well, look how and... fucking mental I am and then it's just like <laughs> no it's like the England players are like oh my god okay <laughs> this guy's crazy yeah <laughs> and as a United fan at the moment anyone who can save one penalty I love <laughs> eleven <laughs> eleven of them to hear <laughs> right. As a keeper, we both agreed. Yeah, yeah Ricardo you, you goes in there. Me over. So you're right back. You've got 
again, of Wolverhampton Wanderers, which actually, thinking about it, is going to be quite a common theme in the Portugal squad because Wolves are essentially a Portugal feed yep. team. Uh, we have Tomato versus Miguel of Valencia and Benfica fame. Yes. Now, this one, if I'm right, isn't Cancelo? He's a right back for Portugal, isn't he? But he's he is. injured. He's got COVID. Is it COVID? Yeah. So it would be such an easy decision if he yeah. was there. It would be him any day. Um, it would, but unlucky. Unlucky. Jao's not in the team. I like Miguel. Yeah, I, I agree. Think, I feel like I want to mix this up, but I do like Miguel quite a lot. I just remember him quite. Uh, it was Valencia, wasn't it, he played for? Yeah. And, um, yeah, I'm I'm going I'm going for Miguel yeah. partly because having watched Ruben Semedo just play terribly in the Premier League all year, having paid 35 mil for him, I'm gonna have to go for Miguel. I mean, I haven't seen much of Wolves this year in the Premier League, I don't think. I just watch it to antagonise Cal. <laughs> <laughs> Not that team that play in Orange, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Miguel then. Miguel, all right, we're two for two for the greatest rather than the latest. So let's. Go again. So you got choices are George Andrade or Ruben Diaz. I mean, it's not really a question, is it? It's not a question at all. Ruben Diaz, uh, easily the best player yeah. in the Premier League last season. Premier League player of the year. Yeah. So I definitely, I mean, Ruben Diaz, absolutely unreal. Don't really remember too much about um, George Andrade, to be honest, but I, even if he was good, he's not. Best player in the Premier League winning side playing for Pep Guardiola. Good. Yeah, and like best player being a centre-back. Yeah, exactly. When, when, when City signed him for 65 mil, everyone was like, oh, they've panic bought a centre-back. And now they're like, oh, they, yeah. they didn't do that. It's almost like people sleep on buying centre-backs and how important it is because Liverpool bought a centre-back, won the league. Yeah. City bought a centre-back, won the league. United bought one and they still have him. <laughs> I Yeah, I... I've changed my tune on Maguire. I've changed. No, he's good. He's good. <laughs> anyway, he's not Portuguese though, so sack no. him off. Right. So we've gone for right. Ruben, Ruben Diaz. Diaz has to be Ruben Diaz. Has to be. So the next one. This is a tough one. They've played together. Mm-hmm. It is Pepe versus Ricardo Carvalho. Now I am going to throw back to my Euro team. Yes. And say Pepe because he has he's the defender with the most man of the matches in the Euros. Yeah, so, and as much as I want to argue with that, <laughs> I, I really like Ricardo Carvalho. I think he was great so for Chelsea I. and for Madrid. He was like really like classy centre back, never panicked. But then I want the chaos. I want Pepe just two foot in yeah. people. Any any oh, imagine Ruben Diaz and Pepe next to each other, like two centre backs that just shouldn't. Well, you don't have to imagine it. They're playing together right now. I don't know why I said that, yeah. But like, <laughs> do you, you know what I mean? But it's like... It shouldn't work, but it might do. It might do. It we might can... do. <laughs> Depends. We'll, we'll comment back on this in 90 minutes' time when Hungary have beaten them 5-0 because Pepe <laughs> scored three own goals and got sent off. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Pepe. Are we saying Pepe? Yeah, I, yeah, I'll give you Pepe because, I mean, yeah. It, 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 that's, that's the first, like... Major one, I think, because Ricardo Carvalho was really good. Yeah, he was a really good player. I remember him for Chelsea. I remember, I remember every player in that Chelsea squad at that time. I hated just because 
I think it's just because they were good. <laughs> yeah, that's it, isn't it? <laughs> it literally is, isn't it? Uh, I think, yeah, okay. All right. We'll go Pepe. So we're four players in. We've got two from each now. Yeah. So doing well. So left back, you've got the latest, Rafael Guerrero of Borussia Dortmund, or Nuno Valente. Nuno Valente. Um, I'm going Guerrero. I think he's one of the best left backs around. The way he plays with Dortmund, he's pretty much a winger. He's absolutely class. Yeah, I'm going Guerrero. And also, I think I only remember Nuno Valente at Everton, and I don't remember him being very remarkable or anything. Um, no, sorry, Everton fans, if you've got a place in your heart for him, <laughs> but I don't, I don't remember. I don't, I don't think they do. No, yeah, I'm going to go Guerrero. Um, yeah. I agree with you. I did say he's one of the best left backs. Yeah, I think he's great. I think he's really good. Maybe as a left back, he's a great attacking left back. I don't know if he's yeah. a defender, but he's a, he's a very good player. He is a very good he's player. Probably not a left back, to be fair, but I mean, he is, but I'd, I'd say he'd probably be like a Gareth Bale where he'll eventually end up on the wing. Like what, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Davis is going to do. Yeah, for, for Bayern, yeah. Yeah. All right, then, centre mids. So your choices are there's, there's, there's a few. So for the latest, you've got Danilo, plays with PSG. Or Manish, one one time of Chelsea. Oh, I'm gonna go Manish. See, I was gonna go Danilo. I'm going Manish because in Euro 2004, Manish scored one of the best goals I've ever seen in my life. The curl he got on the ball is like the left hand side of the box outside, just smashes it like it's a pure shot, top bins. That's my take I on that. that. Manish being an absolute baller. That reminds me of another goal. I can't think what it is. Oh, Jordan, Jordan Henderson <laughs> against Man City. <laughs> it's probably not that one, but yeah, all right. No, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Are you just picking him on that goal? Oh, he was a good player too. Like he, he didn't look like he should be a footballer. <laughs> and I don't really know too much about Danilo. I know he plays for PSG now, but I don't really know too much about him. Does he does he start? I have no idea. I think no, I think he's behind Paredes. Yeah. PSG yeah. got a few like central midfielders, haven't they? Though? Yeah, yeah. But I think uh, for me, Manish, classic player. Played for Chelsea, not for very long or very well. But he He's got a good uh, resume as well. Yeah. Benfica, Porto, yeah, Chelsea, Atletico, Inter Milan. There you go. Yeah. Uh let's go with him then. Manish makes it in. All Manish. right. Next centre mid, you've got Costina, or you have William Carvalho. I think it's William Carvalho for me. I think he's quite an underrated player. Yeah, I personally. agree. Any, anyone who's under the age of 25 and rocks a moustache, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I, I always remember when like, uh, I got all my knowledge through, like I think it was Pro Evo at that time, was it? But there was always this this guy who just had a moustache who played for Portugal, and I didn't know who he was at the time. Yeah, I think um, William Carvalho, I mean, who's he playing for at the moment? Playing for Real Batis. He's one of those players that was tipped for the big time by so many people, and then he played for Sporting and Real Betis. So it never really hit the big time, big time. But he's yeah. got 66 caps for Portugal. He's had a moustache since he's about 12. And he did win Euro 2016 and the Nations League with Portugal. He was in the squad for both of those. those so. 
Most important question, though, does he pull it off? Yeah, yeah. He's had I it mean, for so long that I think it, it's it's part of him now, so that's why he pulls it off. Yeah. I feel like if you knew him without the moustache and then one day he rocks up to work with a moustache, you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> but I think that's the same with anyone. <laughs> yeah. Anyone who's that like committed to having that moustache, like from the age of 12 onwards, I'm, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. That's ballsy. And also, he's such a hard bloke, I don't think I'd tell him to shave it. So, yeah, I think... Uh, I don't think I love that. I mean, Costino was really good. Played for Monaco, Porto, Atletico. 53 caps for Portugal. Bit of a shithouse defend, uh, defensive midfielder. Yeah. But but I think I agree. William Carvalho. All right. William Carvalho makes it in. Right. Now we'll get to the... Here we go. <laughs> right. That's what we're waiting for. So we're going to define one as an attacking midfielder and then the rest are forwards. So I'm just going to do it in line. Apart from one player, I'm going to do it in a line of, of what I'm reading as the lineups, right? Okay. So here we go. So you've got Bruno Fernandes. This is Deco. This one's going to pain me <laughs> so much. I'm going Deco. I'm going Deco as well, yeah. Deco is world class. I think Bruno is as well. Bruno's done it for a season and a half at United. I didn't watch much of him at Sporting. No, but Deco, Deco. did it for Chelsea, Barca, Porto. Yeah. What like, a player. Like, what a player. Just in context as well, in that in this thing here, Deco was keeping a... Uh, he is quite old at the time, but Deco was keeping Rui Costa on the bench. So, I mean, yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah, I reckon I'm going to have to go for Deco in that instance. Bruno Fernandes is great, and I think he's probably going to be one of the stars of this tournament. Um, if they get going, Portugal. But uh, but yeah, Deco, proven legend, played for Barca, played for Chelsea, played for Porto, won Champions Leagues, came second in Euros in 2004. Tiny little man that didn't look like he should play football and then yeah. just ruined the bonus. Lit it up, loved it. Yeah, right. That's that's quite a that's a that's a hard one. That's a hard choice. That is a hard one, but I, I think we've made the right choice. Yeah. All right. So next up, you've got. Luis Figo versus Diogo Jota. I mean, I love Diogo Jota, but he's not Luis Figo. I was going to say, I think I think this one's a little bit easier. Yeah, Luis Figo. I, think, I mean, I at the time in 2004, he was getting old. He was. Yeah, I remember player, you. But... I remember you saying, "Was it after this one that he retired and then came back from retirement?" Yeah, yeah. Um, Jota's good. Uh, I don't think you would have ever heard me and Drew admit that United plays good and Liverpool plays good yeah. for the other team. But Jota's good. I do like him. Um, it's Figo, though, isn't it? Yeah. Barca, Real Madrid, and just bossed it at both of them. Yeah. And he's probably one of the driving forces they were there in that final against Greece. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, Luis Figo is Luis Figo, isn't he? He's one of the best players of all time. Yeah. Probably the best, like, well, not best Portuguese player of all time. Probably a close second. Not a close second. He's second. <laughs> it's foreshadowing at its finest. <laughs> I mean, if you don't know who's coming, then I don't know. You should be listening to this podcast because, come on. Right then. So, <laughs> next up, we're going to have Pauletta versus Bernardo Silva. Bernardo Silva. Bernardo Silva, I agree. Bernardo Pauletta. Silva. Pauletta, great player, great striker for PSG. And 
Uh, he played quite well for Portugal in places, as far as I remember. Uh, yeah. I think, to be fair, for a long time, Portugal just stuck any striker that was Portuguese up front. Like Nuno Gomez, for example. <laughs> like, they're just like, yeah, I... oh, you're Portuguese, yeah, you go up front. Yes, yeah, no problem. Well, was Eder, was he a striker? That they were yeah, just exa- like, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so until like Jota and João Felix turn up, they're all like, uh, do, do you play up front? Yeah, okay. Like, for example, the other one is Nelson Oliveira, who's played for like <laughs> Norwich, Nottingham Forest. Olympiacos and he's on the bench they, tonight. Did they used to play Quaresma uh, up front as well at some point? Yeah, so I, well, I mean, Quaresma does what he wants, doesn't he? A little yeah. loose cannon. Um, just as well, João Felix was mentioned then. He's not in this because he's not in the starting 11 for today, no. just before anyone like... Yeah, we've gone with st- purely starting 11s. We didn't want to estimate what people's starting 11s would be because that's a whole new can of worms and everyone would be like, oh, why are you not starting this person over this person? So we're going over whatever this, the manager has chosen to start. Yeah, yeah. So, are we in agreement? Yeah, I think Bernardo Silva. I think Bernardo Silva. I'd, I'd say a few, a couple of years ago, he was underrated. I think people sort of respect him a little bit more yeah. now and like give him. But in in a city squad full of talent like that, it's. I be honest. I think he should leave City. I think he'd be better if he left City. I think he would. Um, he doesn't get enough game time. I, I understand. Like they've got Riyad Mahrez and Sterling and Foden and the whole gang that keep him out of the squad. And I understand that they are very good football players, but just come to Liverpool, Bernardo. Just do yourself a favour. Come play with Diego. You'll have a great time. You're definitely not listening to this because you're currently playing in uh, in Budapest. Yeah, that's the reason. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think I like to think the Portuguese team will go in at half-time, listen to this, and whoever's not been picked... That'll be, be the like, right, they need. I'm going I'm to show them. All right, last pick. Here we go. So, you've got... Cristiano Ronaldo versus Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, I like the way you. Uh, I like the way you did that. Ronaldo was actually playing. What was it? Right wing back in yeah. 2004, but it's a bad. He's up to front do. today. Yeah. Um, which one are you picking today? Today. Yeah. He's a he's a complete player now. Like when in 2004, he was just a flashy winger with like frosted tips and like just used to wind people up. And now he's winking just, at the bench and exactly. Yeah. Like get got Rooney sent off in the in the quarters of that tournament, but yeah, I think Cristiano Ronaldo now is one of the best players in the world. Proved himself over multiple international tournaments, including Euro 2004. But it's just, just this is how mad it is. We're talking about teams 17 years apart, 2004 and 2021. And he's, in and both. he's in both. That's crazy. Starting starting 18 years old in the like opposite Lewis Figo on the other wing. That's mad. That's yeah, mad. He was good enough back then, and now he's their absolute driving force. Oh, um, yeah. Probably the main reason, except for Ed Air, that they won the last Euros. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And for that reason, Cristiano Ronaldo of the latest rather than the greatest. In fact, he's, he's both, isn't he? He's latest and greatest. Yeah. I'd, he's he's one, of, he's one of two of the best players in the world. Yeah. We've spoken about him in depth on our main podcast feed, so... If you haven't ever heard that before, I don't know how you've stumbled across this, but go back and check that out and hear us talk about <laughs> yeah, Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. But there you go. Yeah, so there you go. There's our team. So yeah. we'll go back through it. Our, our latest versus greatest Portuguese 11. So from the top, we go. Ricardo in goal. Miguel at right back. Centre-backs are Diaz and Pepe. Left-back, Guerrero. Centre-mids, Manish. William Carvalho. Attacking midfielders, we've got Deco, 
We've got Luis Figo and we've got Bernardo Silva. And then up front, we've got Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. Jesus, that team's wow. winning the Euros. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that um, that attacking three behind Ronaldo, well, the attacking four then, is ridiculous. <laughs> that's, that's a mad team. That team, that's winning the Euros any year. Yeah. Don't, oh, yeah. That's class. Is there a weak link? Uh, Manish, maybe. Or Miguel, maybe. Yeah, Miguel, actually. I mean, I don't seem to recall Ricardo was that good a goalkeeper, but it's just fun that he had no gloves on. <laughs> Come at me, England. <laughs> <laughs> and anyone that does anything to piss off England, I'm there. Yeah. I always I always laugh when like keepers take off their gloves and you're like, oh, they do have normal-sized hands. <laughs> <laughs> just take it off, have little baby hands. <laughs> it's like Trump. <laughs> But yeah, it's like I just expect them to take off their gloves and for them to have stupidly long and muscly fingers, but that doesn't happen. <laughs> Six packs on all their fingers. <laughs> right then, there we go. That's our first ever Nostalgia FC latest versus greatest. We hope you enjoyed it. If you didn't, you're not going to enjoy the next few episodes we release because it's going to be more of these. So we start off with Portugal as the reigning champions. So we've got some other great ones lined up. If you've got any suggestions of teams we could use, feel free to send them to us. We do have a few lined up. You may suggest one that we've already started doing, but suggest them anyway. As yep. always, go follow us on socials, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, the whole the whole lot. We got it on at NostalgiaFCPod. Or you can email us at NostalgiaFCPod at gmail.com. Yeah, now thanks for listening to this special episode. This is going to be a mini-series. So the next few weeks, we're going to be posting two of these a week, once on a Tuesday, once on a Friday. This one's going to start coming out on a Friday. So we'll start on a Friday, then the following Tuesday, then Friday. Throughout the Euros, then after the Euros, we will return to our regular scheduled programming where we get guests on every week. Remember, if you like this podcast and you've not listened to the main feed, go back and listen to that. You might enjoy it. <laughs> to play out on this week, after the stick around after the end credit music because every episode, we're going to get one of our former guests to give us their favourite ever Euros moment. So it only seems right to start off with Mr. Owen Quilter, part-time guest, full-time goalkeeper, our boy, Mr. Owen Quilter, describing his best ever Euros moment. So that was our Portugal latest versus greatest 11. And what a team it was. And what a team it was. It's winning the, it's winning the Euros. Winning the Euros. Three straight Euros. I'm Owen Quilter. I appeared on the first ever episode of the Nostalgia FC podcast, and I've appeared a couple of times since then. My moment of the Euros was a moment in Euro 2004, where, to be honest, it was the moment that I really fell in love with football. So it was a game between Sweden and Bulgaria, and it was sort of the Swedish golden generation, the the passing of the torch between Henrik Larsson and Zlatan Ibrahimovic. So it was one of the few games where they lined up together. And this game, Sweden won 5-0, but their second goal 
Henrik Larsson produced a, an excellent diving header where he saw the ball came in from wide and he was in the air for what seemed to me watching it like forever he was in the air before planting the ball in the corner. And that goal won the, uh, the Euro 2004 goal of the tournament and it was the moment for me that just went, wow, this is football. 